unfortunately, it was uh, opened right at the Depression, and it soon fell into disrepair. And in 1940, and this is where we get to what happened, the aha moment, 1940, 41, uh, they sell it out of bankruptcy to the U.S. government with the idea that it will become a hospital, a naval <laughs> hospital. They knew that we were heading towards war, in other words. And sure enough, this amazing, lavish spa becomes a naval hospital. And I'm, again, just sort of reading the background on this because of the Duke Kahanamoku book. And I run across a team called the Rolling Devils, and they're acknowledged to be one of the first wheelchair basketball teams ever formed. And that was when I said, okay, I'm jumping down this rabbit hole. I want to know more about the Rolling Devils. And, uh... You know, four years later, here's the book. Whenever I read one of your books, I'm talking to the great David Davis, who's written a book called Wheels of Courage, and I encourage you all to get this book. Whenever I read a book you've written, Dave Davis, all I can think about is the old days of the librarian coming up to me, because I'm reading a a Neil Simon odd couple playing in the library, (laughs) and she's coming up to me to say, we're closing in 10 minutes, and I just cannot stop reading Neil Simon's Odd Couple. And I feel like you're in the library someplace, because this doesn't really exist, this world anymore. And the librarian is telling you, Mr. Davis, we're closing, you're going to have to leave. And you physically can't leave whatever it is that you're reading. Is that happening? <laughs> that, that sounds like a, a clapper vision for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and yes, um, I, I I love I love libraries and archives. They are they are vital, and uh, I spend a lot of time in them. <laughs> you know, when I uh, I was encouraged to become a sculptor in marble by my wife, who said after our tenth wedding anniversary, you know, you're a great surgeon and you really love this stuff. I bet you're a great sculptor. So she gave me. A, an ex, UCLA extension catalog, and I enrolled in this class mm. from 7 to 10 at night on a Wednesday night. This is a long time ago when I started. And I remember, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, I love Michelangelo, but I know I never sculpted before. The class was from 7 to 10 at night, and I remember looking up at the clock at 7 o'clock at night, and the next time I looked up at the clock, it was 10 o'clock. <laughs> Three hours was like two minutes for me. And the operating room, by the way, is the same thing for me. I'll start in the morning and I don't realize, but it's now four o'clock in the afternoon. It just seems like a minute or two. You just get so into it. That's what I feel whenever I read a book that you write because you take us with you into the depth. And at two o'clock and at 210, this happened. And then he said this and she, it's awesome. And it's a skill, it's a gift that very few people possess. And what do they say? You want to have a happy life? Find the gift that God gave you and share it with the world. Thank God, Dave Davis, you share it with the world. <laughs> that's, that's very kind of you. And as you said at the outset, I mean, this was a type of story that you do get immersed in because yeah. it had so many different uh, variables. But, but at the heart of the story is a story about recovery. It's, it's, a, it's quite frankly, a medical miracle that these guys survived and lived. And it, it, the miracle was not just about these men, the veterans, the paralyzed veterans, but also the doctors and the physical therapists who, for the first time, revolutionized the care of paraplegics and also a, a quite a few of the quadriplegics who managed to survive. 
And mm. that had never been done before. You know, as, as you well know, before World War II, uh, if you were paralyzed, and particularly, let's say, World War I, uh, 80 to 90 percent of the time, you were going to be dead within 18 months or so. And again, as you well know, it wasn't necessarily because of the injury. It was because of sepsis and, you know, disease bacteria from bed sores or kidney or, or liver problems, issues that, that emerged. And mm-hmm. part of that was because there was lack of care yes. um, by the doctors. They would, put, they would put the patients in a full body plaster cast, which, mm-hmm. you know, is sort of the worst thing that you could possibly do. Uh, the the paraplegia they they called them no hopers and dead enders because mm. they knew they weren't going to survive mm. and 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 that's because you know in the days before penicillin and sulfa drugs uh, they couldn't they couldn't uh, combat the bacteria and the diseases that would attack the body when someone is so weakened uh, by a physical injury to the spinal cord. What I'm most fascinated by is how sports yet again brings us together as a society. We're all so different, but sports brings us together. The Dodgers last night brings us together as a society. The Lakers winning the championship. Here is how sports enters this world of hopelessness and creates hope. Can you stay on? I just want to pay some bills. We'll come back. I want to get into how basketball enters the life of these young men and women who are paralyzed. Can you stay on for another segment, Dave? Absolutely. Thank you, Dave. All right. Weekend Warriors, what a treat to be able to talk to this man, the great David Davis, who written a book called Wheels of Courage, which I encourage you to get. We'll talk more to him coming up next on the Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. 